You're listening to the podcast, Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Thank you for tuning in. And now, here's your host, Carlos Avalon. I said I've asked you for your number, and if you'd like for me to go, because I think I really like... Oh, welcome back, everybody. And once again, I have a wonderful guest. Uh, we're here in studio together in beautiful, uh, super hot Palm Springs, California. Let me tell you about my guests. We have a few things in common. We're both from raised in the San Francisco Bay Area. And, uh, and then uh, one very, I met him only after I moved to Palm Springs. And of course, he's also in showbiz. So we have that in common. And, uh, but many of you will know that I've performed uh, through the years at Fremont's top, uh, most, uh, uh, I mean, five-star, top-of-the-line, uh, fancy, uh, upscale restaurant, Massimo's. Well, this guy is related to the family of Massimo's. He's been, uh, well, part of the family um, and knows uh, everything about Massimo's. And so I would like to welcome my dear friend, Vince Calise. How are you, buddy? I'm fine. Thank you for having me. I'm excited doing this. And hello to all of you out there. We, we will talk about Massimo's and all kinds of interesting stuff that I do and we do in Palm Springs. Absolutely. Well, uh, tell us uh, first, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you grew up, what part of the Bay Area mm -hmm. and what was your, what, what's your background, family background, my, where are you coming from? <laughs> my father came from a family of 13 kids. Wow. All seven of the brothers were all in the butcher business in the Bay Area. And a lot of you probably have heard it, Scalise Meat. They are wow. still in Alameda. They were in San Leandro, et cetera, et cetera. So we go way back. We left Oakland and moved to Pleasant Hill. And oh. then uh, from there, we lived there for our whole life. And then I, at the age of 18, I got drafted. Yeah, I was going to yeah. bring up you joined the military. I, joined, oh, well, I didn't drafted. join. Yeah. No, it was, a, it was a letter from President Nixon. Welcome. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was a two-year um, gig, and uh, I didn't see war, but I was in the military. In my eyes, I believe everybody should be in the military. It makes you a stronger person in I the world. I agree. makes a man out of you. It, makes, it does. It, goes, it yeah. does. And, um, so, and I was a cook in the Army. Wow. So I used to cook for like 500 men at the time. Men were there. Um, and we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And wow. uh, that was it. And I ended up going to Fort Lewis, Washington and Fort Knox, Kentucky. And wow. that was what? Many years ago. Wow. Now, yeah, you were just, when we were planning this visit of yours, you were just recently at one of the bases, right? Where were you uh, oh, just that, this week, earlier? This week, uh, we went up to 29 Palms, wow. where they have the Marine Base. Right. And I still have my card, so I could go shopping in the PX. Is it the a PX? It's oh, the PX. wow, that's so And this thing was bigger than a Costco and a Walmart together. Wow. It had some soup to nuts. <laughs> so I can imagine. So you... Uh, uh, you go there one time when you're there, the air, can you take a guest? I'd love to see what I, that yes, looks like. Yes. And there's good deals for you guys. There's good deals, Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank yeah. goodness, yeah. So, yeah, and then uh, well, I grew up in Fremont, San Leandro, and then eventually you ended up in Walnut Creek, too? Uh, right, in Walnut Creek. Yeah. And, and then, of course, the Massimo connection is my cousin Marie and her Marie husband, Renetti. Yeah, Renetti and her sweetheart, Bill. Bill passed away, and then yeah. Bill 
Billy, the son, took over with Marie, and they have been doing a fantastic job. Unfortunately, during the pandemic, they lost a little bit of their, you know, yeah. pump. But now we all back. did. Yeah. yeah, we all did. Yeah. And now um, they're back up and running. And um, I had just learned that Billy has trying to do all kinds of new things. Yeah. And now he even got into the drag. Uh, absolutely, which is our connection, both being entertainers. Now, when did you first realize you had it in you for, uh, that you, you were a showman? And I see you as, as a comedian first because you're so darn funny when you're on stage and, and you're good with the lines and, uh, and so on. But uh, what's very interesting, and that's why, in a way, this is very uh, a great timing for us to talk about this, because you could have gone the stand-up comedy way, and you're a singer, too, but you decided to go and drag and do a drag show, which brings us to the current uh, time. <laughs> to where, to you where we're the today. biggest one in Palm Springs. How did that come about? Well, it started in Walnut Creek. Oh, wow. And my friend who now lives down here too, had a bar called The Hub. And then they transferred. I remember The Hub, and yes. And they transferred it to 1220. And I it remember went, 1220. And it, yes. went to, it went dark because there were shootings and killings, et cetera, uh, et cetera. And we had to sneak through the doors, like just like the olden days, like Stonewall. Yeah. But um, I had a friend who was a performer. Her name is Whole Lot of Times. And she gave me my first gig. My first pair of high heels. Oh, <laughs> oh, how funny. But, but I don't wear, wear heels. But anyway, <laughs> um, so she got me started. And um, as a lot of you know, there's many ways of drag. There's glamorous drag like the RuPaul. Yeah. And then you can do the drag if you want like Phyllis Diller. You yes. Know, just put yeah, a, you know, right. And I was more the funny part. And I make pe I want people to come to my show that I had a show here. In yes, oh, the top. For, uh, for five right and a half there. years. Yeah. But there again, COVID got Yeah, oh yeah, so that's that, why I'm home. They, they <laughs> Not on the road. Yeah. So they closed us down and the bar has shut down. But like I said, there's many different types of drags. There's drag queens, there's drag kings. <laughs> there's, a lot of you don't know what a drag king is. Drag king is a woman who dresses up and entertains like a man. So there's Very those different times. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like I said, the RuPaul girls, and then you have the ones who want to be silly and funny and glamorous. There's all kinds of drag. And I, I, it's interesting. When I put on the makeup and the wig, I'm a totally different person than I am. Yes. You're a totally different totally character. Totally different. Yeah, I'm a different yeah. character. Yeah. And yeah. that character comes out. Oh, boy. Does and you that. really change because. When I've seen you in, in show business, that same costume, but in character, and I try to even off stage, and I try to talk to you normally. No, you're that other person, which is amazing because that keeps the act uh, uh, genuine and real. So uh, your show, the name of your show, and your name in character is Anita Treadmill, and the name of your show that was so famous, well, still is when you start doing it again. Uh, Divas on the Dance Floor. I like that title. How did that name and uh, how did that come about? <laughs> um, well, before when, before I came down here, when I was up in San Francisco, I had the name Kitty Litter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and the Litterettes. <laughs> Ooh, wow. <laughs> and then when I came down Creative. here, we started, I started a new life when I came down here. And 
a friend of mine said, hey, uh, you're looking a little chunky. I think you need a treadmill. And then we went, oh, I need a treadmill. Oh, that so that's, is so funny. That's how it yeah. happened. Yeah, both Vince and I have our weight problem. Yeah, you all we know do. about that. Yeah. Well, that's because I'm Italian, and I love it. Oh, <laughs> so, we love the food. The pasta. Uh, yeah. um, but, and then um, when I started doing the show... It was the divas, and they're all divas. We're all divas, no matter, uh, no yeah, matter what. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Put that makeup on and the wigs. Oh, my, we're all divas. So it came divas on the dance floor. Like I said, every Friday night we would perform to all kinds of people who wanted to just get out of their house and laugh and just giggle and you know, you no. made, made a little bit of money, too. Oh, uh, great entertainer. I loved your act, and, uh, and I can't wait till I see it again. Now, tell us. Uh, uh, during your heyday of constantly performing, now we're all kind of uh, having gaps between gigs, sadly, too many gaps, uh, too long of a gap between gigs. But um, what do you have a most memorable? We all like I have a disaster in one show that my opening number that I'll tell the people about sometime. Do you have a most memorable, fantastic, everything was great performance? And do you also have one that, oh, darn, I could have just disappeared. I'll, I'll start with the worst one. Okay. And I don't know why, but it happens. I had three people in my audience. Oh, and, we've all experienced and, that. And the girls in the back said, the show must go on. Wow. So, um, and we did. And we, we did what we had to do. You uh, know? That's the, yeah, uh, the show and, must go and on. And then my most, my most exciting one was we have a lot of stars uh, on our pavement, you know. The, yeah, yeah, the stars. The stars on the, on the pavement. We have uh, the, the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame stars. Uh, yeah. Well, I was like asked. Hollywood Walk of Stars. Right, we have so, it here in Palm Springs. I was asked to help raise money for Miss Dionne Warwick. Wow. And we did. And, and you did shows and, for and her. We yeah. did shows for her. And then when when she did get her star, I was honored to have dinner with her. Wow. And, and she, she's a little tiny lady, but a wow. beautiful voice. Oh, yes. Beautiful yeah. voice. Yeah. That is amazing. So that's one performance. Now, was she, did she get a chance to come see the act? Or? She came to sell the act. Oh, yes. yeah. wow. Mm -hmm. That's so, were you nervous? No. I'm always nervous no. when I have celebrities. I am more nervous when it's <laughs> on a regular show than anything. Uh, you know, no. I look out the curtain, make sure there's people out there and I'm waving. And, yeah. But once that light goes on, that music goes on, it's. Show that's time. great. So that's more. Uh, uh, now let me ask you: uh, How did did you conquer those three people in that one memorable nobody game show? Did you end up conquering them? Yes, yes. Yeah. And we don't know why it was just a slow night, you know. But then also just came to my mind: I had a, a heckler, and I don't usually get hecklers. Oh wow! So and it was not only the slowest night, but no, it had a heckler. Oh, this is a different. Oh, a different. different night. Night. So you conquered the audience I in did. the slow night. But when right the heckler on. came that one night, oh. I asked her to leave. Okay. And she says, you're a terrible actor. Da, da, da. And I said, either you leave or I leave. Wow. Yeah. She, she got up and left, and the show went on. And everybody applauded. Everybody applauded. What hecklers don't realize is that the audience actually always turns on them. <laughs> you're and right. feels you're bad right. for the yeah. performer. Right. That's very, very interesting. Great uh, Great uh, uh, three stories, actually. And then um, now tell us about uh, currently, w what have you got going? Uh, uh, by the way, I want to thank you so much. Uh, the previous guest two weeks ago was your bestie. And uh, 
uh, DJ Galaxy, and then you guys, we got together. Kind of a thank you for collaborating with me on this. And you guys introduced me to a great Italian restaurant, kind of mom and pop that I didn't know. Very mom and pop. I want to thank you for that, introducing me. In fact, I'm going to be taking the chief of police of Palm Springs. Chief Andy Mills? Yes, and his wife, Kathy. I'm taking them them to dinner on my birthday Wednesday. Oh, at that restaurant? (laughs) Oh, that's great. I I guess they like Italian. Yeah, but they've never been there. Never been there? Well, I had never been there because it's not, uh, like I said, it's not like Massimo's that it's everybody It's like a hole knows. in the wall. So yeah, like, yeah. Like on North Beach in San Francisco. I love that. Actually, I did a, fa- a Facebook post with yeah. our photo yeah. uh, promoting it. Thank you for turning me on to that place because sometimes we don't find these holes on the wall places, and I'm glad you did. And um, now, uh, this is interesting. Going back to Massimo, I've, I've done Massimo's. Now, do you, you're aware that Billy... Billy put together a draft, no, hired, booked, even before all this that will I'll bring up in a bit, this whatever is going on the about drag. Yeah. But he had a drag show there and I ran into him afterwards and he said it was his biggest surprise. It was a huge success. I guess my question is, is your cousin talking to you about Anita Treadmill bringing her show to Massimo's? Yes, we uh, have talked about it. Oh, that's um, great. You know, but it's kind of difficult to get put everything from here I know. and then going up there. I know. And But but that's a possibility. It, it, it could happen. Right. And I, for Billy, I would do it. Yeah. And for the restaurant, I would mostly do it. And for your listeners who are close uh, by, can oh, come yeah, see oh, me. Well, if I'm in the Bay Area, then you, you make sure I, I will come support you. And I know many, many of my friends would love that. Now, that brings me to this situation. I uh, Without getting... Uh, my situation, I, I don't know what all of a sudden put drag shows on the map. I don't get, I do not understand how it came to that. First of all, I'm a musician. I don't understand. I don't do it well. I don't like jazz. Sorry. It's some would say, oh, it's sacrilegious if you're a musician. I don't feel jazz. I don't like, so I don't go to jazz clubs. I respect it. It's beautiful. I almost envy the jazz musicians because they can do something musically that I cannot. What I'm getting at is, as a gay guy, I never really cared. I never went or went out of my way to go see a drag show. Just if it was there, when I knew people, you, I'd go. But I know friends that were, oh, where is the drag show in town? I want to go see it. I go, where's the hottest nightclub in town for fun? I want to go there. So what people don't realize is now drag shows are doing better than ever. So whatever happened um, politically, politically, whatever that that started to demonize drag shows, has worked the opposite, has only given you guys much more and, <laughs> exposure. And so drag, do you have an opinion on well, that? Well, drag has been on forever, yeah, so to speak. Absolutely. I mean, you look at the 1950s on TV. Yeah. You had the Merton Burroughs doing drag, or yeah. you had Carol Burnett people doing it, and you had Tootsie, and that, 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 right. that, that, there were so many ones who did it, and tasteful. Yes. There's nothing bad. Yeah. You know, um, and then now we're getting beat up, so to speak. Yeah. We had an incident here that on oh. Oscars that Oscars uh, is a top uh, top drag show yeah. and um, unfortunately one of the networks got it and oh. they ran with it in a negative instead of oh. a positive oh, they ran in a negative but you know that 
this poor entertainer got uh, threats, death yeah. threats and stuff. Wow. But, I mean, yeah, entertaining drag is an art. I, absolutely. It's I, an art. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to put across, I have never seen or uh, notice anything offensive in any drag show that I've seen, certainly your show. And also, I've never seen, because the clubs you're at, I've never seen kids under a, uh, under 21 at. So, uh, again, we'll leave this, uh, let this be, but if anything, what we're trying to convey to our listeners right. is we don't understand what made drag shows now be on the news, because personally, we've never experienced what people are saying drag shows might be bad for uh, for i don't care everybody has an opinion on everything and i respect everybody's opinion right on and Same i hope here. you respect my opinion yeah if i dress in curlers or if i dress in <laughs> in a blue wig you know yeah. i am who i am bottom, yeah. bottom line oh i love the song i am who I am. <laughs> but anyway i love the fact that you took the time to do this when you're back doing your show, I'm sure if I'm in town, I'm going to come and support you as you and Vince uh, uh, came and supported me uh, when I was doing Stacy's performing at a local place in town. Let me ask you another question. What are the future plans? What have you got currently going? What's what's I have a I have a smile on my face. I noticed that only because. You never know. When one door closes, another door will open. Absolutely. And this gentleman saw me at Quads the other day, and he stopped. He goes, oh. you're in the treadmill, right? Et cetera, et cetera. I said, yeah. And he goes, here's my card. Come see me. Well, I went and saw him today, and oh. it's the new bar called Impala. Yeah, I heard about that. That's the opening. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I had a meeting with him. So uh, we have our grand opening August the 18th at 8 o'clock for oh. Divas on the Dance Floor show. All right, Anita Treadmill, Divas on the Dance Floor show is rebooked, coming back to Palm Springs. And if any of you visit Palm Springs and you want to look into something that will just be a hilarious, talented, uh, great singing, great uh, uh, show, and not in any way uh, um, weird, uh, I recommend uh, you look for you. Listen, how do people find you on social media and see some of your work? I have uh, Anita Treadmill. Anita Treadmill. On Facebook. Okay. Or Vince Scalise. Your, you can, my name. And you can, I'm on there with pictures and where I'm at, et cetera, et cetera. So those are probably the two easiest. Uh, Instagram also. Instagram. Well, I'll I'm post, learning all these things. I'm, no, you're great. I'll, I'll post uh, on our uh, a promotion about um, you. Uh, we'll do that. And I thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Carlos. Looking thank forward. you for listening to to this crazy Anita Treadmill. Uh, no, amazing Anita Treadmill. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm so glad uh, to have you uh, um, every two weeks uh, give me a bit of your time. And as I always say, we don't have, like most uh, uh, um, situations, most podcasts, most media there's ads and advertising we don't have any of that we do have a source if you want to donate a, a gift for us uh, simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash carlos avalon and buy us well i always hope they buy more than one coffee <laughs> maybe they'll buy you a coffee me a coffee and a hundred other people a coffee. And, and, and the best advertising is your listeners 
Absolutely, yeah. One tells a friend to a friend to a friend. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And that's it for now. See you next time. Thank you, Vince. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please join us again in two weeks for another episode of Carlos Avalon, My Music, My Life. Outside, I sit and pray that you'll come back to me someday.